Ladies and gentlemen, you both listened to a podcast before, right? Are you ready to go? Stop! Stop! Drysdale? Call me Ransom, it's my middle name. CSI KFC? This is where the fun begins. And directly on the heels of our Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom review, we all have to say, well, that was shit. <laughs> Welcome to today's episode where we are covering the worst 10 films of 2023. I don't know, my name to, is Joel. You're supposed to swear in the first 30 seconds of a podcast. I don't know. Maybe not. Anyway, run right on that. My name is Jesse and today this is my favorite episode of you the love year, this one. Here we go. <laughs> I, as you know, I am a negative Nelly mm. when it comes to films. I mean, I like them, but... You know, I'm not afraid to say that one. You know, that one was feckin' yeah, shite. Yeah, you love As that. As the Irish would say, feckin' shite. <laughs> and so here we are. A new year. This is our third time doing this episode. Can you believe that? It's our third worst of the year. The is worst, it actually? Yeah, for third time we've done it. One, two. Oh, it the worst two. 10 films of 2023. We're going by... Well, we would go by Australian release dates, but all these films are still American in 2023. On my list, at least. Yep. Um... I want to say one, two, three, four, five of mine were released in cinemas and the other five are well-known enough, so I think it's all right. Okay, because you have watched a lot of films. So, so I've been in... This year, it ends January 31st. I've been in a movie-watching challenge with a friend of the show, Ethan. Currently, I'm on 184 as of January wow. 10th, and he is on 186. Oh, it's getting close. Yeah, so he was 11, 11 in front at one stage, but... We're about to watch Doctor Who, so that'll get me up another one. Hell yes. Hell <laughs> but, yes. It's, it's Doctor Who's 60th special. And a, Jesse's keen for shooty, so... And a lot of this only bad. I believe I have... If I go to my list... So out of the 184 films I have seen... Quick stalling. Quick stalling, quick stalling. I've only seen 90 this year for, for a point That's of reference. Right. Which is 20 more than what I saw last year. It's not bad. I mean, 2022 What's it? Okay, I've seen 50 films that I've failed. 50? 50 films I've failed this year. Ah, that's bad. And 13 of them are one star or below, and 10 of those are on this list. This is what I don't get. How do you have the time to watch these shit films? I didn't do much this year. <laughs> it's been a quiet one for you, Jesse. It's been a quiet one. Actually, it's busy when you do uni, but when you're off uni, literally When I'm off uni, I just watch films. Yeah, that's fine. I've been to two film festivals this year. Two. One of them I got it for free. Oh, hell next yeah. Next to my uni. Nice. Watched nine films that week. Had COVID for a week. That was a twenty-film week. Wow. Uh, Overall this year, quick letterbox stats. Four. I think I watched. You know, because you get your letterbox. You see your letterbox wrapped. I did. So this. So I'll let John just go through it quickly. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Oh yeah. Yes. If Joel's Wi-Fi is gonna load. All right. In twenty twenty-three, I watched four hundred and twenty-nine films. Seven hundred and seventy-seven hours. Wow. Um. Yeah, highest date. I watched 70 films on Wednesdays. Does first it actually film, tell you that? Yeah, first wow. film of the year was In Bruges. Last <laughs> film was New Year's Eve. Nice. Um, uh, most of what genre was drama. Um, most, my, most popular theme was dreamlike, quirky and surreal storytelling. That sounds like you My biggest tea. nano genre was fighting, cool, menacing. <laughs> um, and I had... Th- 362 new watches 71 rewatches um ratings pretty even spread i want to say i was happy with that um we go down to some actors <laughs> when this starts to load again it's yeah. good it's tad patchy down here wait now i'm on 2022 you know what i'm saying stalling stalling, stalling. 
So yeah, it's been a good year. I think last year I got two ninety six. So I'm. Wow. I might try for five hundred this year. Are you serious? Yeah. Stars. All right, my top five stars of the year for how many films I watched: Seth Rogen, Robert De Niro, Bradley Cooper, ScarJo, Elizabeth Banks. In terms of highest rating, Damien Gupton, Clifton Fufu Eddie, Jack <laughs> Rayner, Amanda Balin, and Montana E4. Who are these people, Jesse? They're probably in, like James Gunn extras. Oh, okay, that's fair. Directors, Martin Scorsese, Wes Anderson, Francis Lawrence, David Fincher, Damon Giselle, and a couple others are on four. Christopher Nolan, Edgar Wright, Anton Fuqua, Steven Spielberg. Highest rated directors of the year, Denis Villeneuve, but I saw one film. Peter Weir, saw one film. David Leach, saw one film. Craig Malotta, saw one film. Eamon Klimov saw one film. But it is a one film, guys. Yeah, wow. Um, Arrival must have made a big My most popular you. review, Your Christmas or Mine 2, 133 likes. 133? Yeah. Wow. Um, and then I think that's about it. So, very, Del, do you want to go for nice. yours? I have one screenshot that I've kept on to, but it has all the important statistics, all right. so that's all good. So, I've logged 261 films. It's, good, it's good for you. It's good thank for you. you. Thank you. Because you, you have a social life. So. <laughs> Uh, and I had an internship as well. I've reviewed 246 and I've watched 501 hours. So that's pretty all right. I, yeah. I, I calculated it's about an hour and a half a day, which is actually pretty good for me. That's good, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy about it. My most watched actor, you know, I hate this and I hate admitting it, Vin Diesel. Oh, dude. Why? Is that because he was in Guardians and I saw that twice or three times? And then, um, I don't even know. And then Fast X. Yeah, okay. And what else was he in this year? Nothing. I guess not. And my most watched director is Mr. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, that's, that's, that's poor. That is poor. I yeah. want to change that. Uh, I'm, I'm not doing, I've decided I'm not going to do one of those watch-alongs again. He's, do Tarantino. Okay. He's only got 10, hasn't he? Nine. Well, yeah. Nine, okay. Yeah, you can do that. I can do that. Oh, yeah. fucking 14 for <laughs> Mr. M. Night. 50 of them being absolute terrible. It was garbage, garbage. You had it here first. And, um, yeah, so that's my by the numbers screenshot, which I sent to absolutely everyone and then completely forgot to look at the rest <laughs> of the statistics. So, anyways, good times. Good times. Well, I think I get some because I'm a pro. So, the ones I read oh, out, you don't about get. the I Wednesday. Yeah, that makes sense. Didn't tell yeah. me about Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So, um, let's, let's kick do it, it off. Who wants to go first? I'll kick you it off. Yeah, All right. yeah. Worst 10 films, 2023. Okay. All right. My number... T- oh, yeah, shivers. Nearly started from the worst one there. Hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Just had to make sure because there's one short in there. But yeah. it's, it's a All right. My number ten is a film directed by David Lowry starring Alexander Maloney and Eva Anderson and Jude Law. I'm talking about Peter Pan and Wendy. I never saw this. Oh, gosh. This... Unfortunately, it really ruined the Peter Pan story for me. It was just... I don't know what it was doing, but it, 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 it was so bad. Like, the cinematography was shocking. Look at the poster. That's what the whole film was like. See, you think that's bad, but you failed to acknowledge how bad the Mike Greg Wedding poster is. The, the, the colours were nice on that. The colours were at least nice on that. And it's simple, you know? Greeks leave it to the last minute. Who are you kidding, Quill? You're one sandwich away from fat. Oppa. <laughs> um, but honestly, it, it, it's one of those films that you shouldn't have touched it. Pan was pushing it. That was like good, yeah, but it's it like... I liked, I liked when I was eight. 
Yeah. Shout out 2003 Peter Pan. Hell yeah. Slept on. That was good. Yeah. That was good. I really like that. And the stage production. Uh, because the original is the best. Yeah. So you can't touch it. I don't know why they have to keep making these shitty remakes and, and pump, pumping it out. It's just like, nah, I'm, I'm not vibing with this. I like that they're trying to give more story prominence to Wendy. Yeah. I think that's good. But, and it is a Peter Pan and Wendy story. But I reckon instead of changing the perspective of the story, that gets boring. That yeah, gets boring. Yeah, so yeah. just create new stories with empowering female people. So, yeah, yeah Jude Law was all right, but not the best Captain Hook I've seen. Um, it was just very boring. It was a bland-ass film. It was just was a sickening to look at. To oh, gosh. <laughs> so, wait, wait. That's what she said. <laughs> Let's go nice, on the board. Nice, on the board. Nice, nice. So, yes, my number 10 is Peter Pan and Wendy. All right, my number 10 is Ant Bitch and the Wasp, Quantumania. Ooh. This film sucked. One star. The worst MCU film. There are very few redeemable things about this film. It was... There were, like, two jokes. Um, I liked... Which song was it that was good? Um, Yellow yeah. Brick Road by yeah, Elton yeah. John. But CGI schlockfest, not oh. funny. Take You take um, Michael Pena out and it falls off a cliff. Yeah, where was he, by the way? I have no idea. Peyton Reed, do not flex about being the first or second guy to direct an MCU trilogy. Like, get him out of here. I'm so glad Ant-Man's done. Mm. Catherine Noon was... Sh- not good. This is really disrespectful. They recast Emma Furman they did. from Avengers Endgame. Um, Evangeline Lily is so sidelined. What the Which, fuck was that haircut as uh, well? That was, <laughs> that was shocking. I'm sorry, but that was bad. Bill Murray was shit. Yeah. Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer was phoning it in. <laughs> he said um, he wanted to die. Didn't, didn't care. I was so bored in this. I literally left halfway through, got a popcorn, and came back. I, was like, <laughs> I don't even care what happens. So yeah, uh, this rattled me on the MC for a while, and then I saw Guardians Three, and I was like, hey. "Yeah, good." But yeah, jeez, uh, this is worse than usual. Like, uh. yeah, people, <laughs> everyone saying Thor: Love and Thunder was bad. At least that was that wasn't boring. This was boring. Yeah, and the only saving grace was what they were doing with the Kang storyline, but with Jonathan Majors, that's going nowhere. Yeah, so. and everyone wants John Viega. Bro, John Viega doesn't want to do the Kang get out of here. Nah, so, nah. Yeah. It was, did you know this was one of the only MCU films to have a fan event in Australia instead of a premiere? <laughs> oh, that's good. Who <laughs> they didn't re- watch the film. Who would you like, cast as Kang if you could pick someone? Carmen Domingo. Ooh. He's my pick, yeah. How about yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, what would I say? Me. I like Homer to be. It's a good shout. Yeah, I think he's he could. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. He, I agree. You know, he's, and, and he has. They've, they've they've somewhat brought it up in an interview. Oh, what about? Said, I haven't thought about yeah. it yet, but if I get off it, he'll consider. What about Yaya Abdul Mateen the second, Black Manta? <laughs> no, nah, I like Common Domingo. Do the eyes from Aquaman. Right. So yeah, number eight, Ant Bitch. Is that number eight? Uh, ten. Ten. Oh goodness me, we're recording. Ate, it ate up my time. Ah, where's nice, the fucking, good um, save, bro? Good save. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. My number nine. I can't believe it's actually this high. Uh, is the Exorcist believer? <laughs> See, it just wasn't bad enough on my list. I've seen How? a lot of bad films, that, but yeah, it's shit. It is. Yeah. This film, and I, I hate. We're probably giving it the same score, but like. Yeah. yeah. It's just. <sighs> How do? Where do I start? Okay. Really disrespectful to the first Exorcist film. Second point. I'm just going to do this in dot points because I'm not even wasting breath on it. Second point. David Gordon Green is probably the worst director. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> He's such <laughs> an idiot. I hate him. Um, Even his comedy. Like, Pineapple <laughs> Express, I usually like Seth Rogen movies. Pineapple Express is shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> you heard it from Jesse, ladies and gentlemen. Leslie Adam Jr. Um, was trying. <laughs> he didn't have a good script. He had a crack. <laughs> Trying to write the Hamilton way was obviously <laughs> That's a good one, dude. The but I'm um, that was good. No, um, that's all good. <laughs> far out. Anne Dowd was shocking. Or oh, she was probably a saving Anne Dowd. Girl. She was the chick from Hereditary. Yeah, facts. She Ellen was... Bunston needs to oh. <laughs> retire. <laughs> Let the past be the past. Point of reference in case you haven't watched any of our other episodes. Ellen Bunston comes back. <laughs> Gets her eyes scratched out, and then she's there for the rest of the film, going. Ah. Yeah, and then they get like the the like the freaking Exorcist r- religion of Avengers. <laughs> this is a joke. It's like community. There's like one Catholic and one Jewish person, and like yep. go through everyone. Yep, it was, a, it was it's terrible. Yeah, there's no cohesive story, anything somewhat remotely interesting, and it's not scary. It's not scary. I didn't even jump. Jesse. Yeah, well, we just a bitch. He didn't yeah. jump. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> no said offense. It. No, I take that. I wear it on the shoulder. Um, but yeah, it was just not scary. Waste of time. I think I've said this was a waste of time. This one, we did our time waste. Yeah, yeah. It was just I, I, I will always shit on this film. And if you want to, you know, have a chat, have a coffee with me, and I'll shit on it for just as long. If Jolly's available, all right. If I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> might have another rom com from Netflix. Might be now. what I'm thinking of. Hang on. Is it? I don't know. Okay. Are you a fan of Reese Witherspoon? Oh, no, it's not okay. what I'm thinking of. I don't so, know. I'm talking about your place or mine. Oh, this sounds terrible So, this already. is Reese Witherspoon's production company, Hello Sunshine. Now, I'm all for it, promoting female empowerment, female centered films, female lead characters. Brilliant. Yeah. However, the only two films I've seen is this and Where the Crawdads Sing. So, that's two years in a row, even in my worst 10 Reese. Uh, and I feel really bad about that. I'm an interesting title audience. But I feel like nice. this one is more of my... I had a better chance liking this. Okay. You know, it's a rom-com. So, Reese has been Ashton Kutcher, who is not doing well for himself. Moment, Ew, I haven't seen him do well since that Apple yeah. biopic. Je- Jesse Williams, Zoe Chow, Steve Zane from Diary of a Kid, Frank Oakley. Oh, really? No, he's shit, though. Oh. And the best character, Tig Narato, who you might know from Instant Family or We Have a Ghost... Or she's in Brooklyn Unknown, I think, for a bit. She's okay. very funny. You will know her when you see her. Okay, oh, one of those faces. Yeah, big fan of her. Um, so it's about Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher are best friends. They, they have sex once 20 years ago. Then they just work to have best friends. It's totally my best friend's wedding. Right, okay. And then Ashton Kutcher's this, like, fuckboy in New York. And he's got this big pad. And Reese Witherspoon's single mom in LA. And Reese Witherspoon has a conference to do in New York. So they decided to swap homes for a week so Aston Kutcher can live with um, Mind, which has been son. So they have no screen time together until the very end. Well, what's the point and of it's that just then? Her living her life, flying with Jesse Williams, him living his life, flying with someone else. And I'm just like, this is they literally just communicate with FaceTime. You don't you don't buy their friendship. You're supposed to believe they've been friends best friends for eight years, haven't seen each other. Then the, the acting is stale. Ashton Kutcher is not good in this film. Reese Witherspoon's fine. She's doing the best yeah. she can. Ashton Kutcher sucks. The script is terrible. At the end, the ending is so predictable. And then they have the audacity to go, they'll live happily ever after. Like, ooh. shut the ooh, fuck ooh, up. I'm sorry. Ooh, you can't this know. film, Aline Brosh McKenna, you wrote Devil Wears Prada and Gorilla, so fair play to you. But, um. <laughs> Maybe this she is, was just trying this, to This do... is crap. Steve Zane is the worst part of it. At oh. the neighbor, oh, no. not funny. Just stick after stick. Oh, he's like this weird, like hippie guy. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> this film made me 
what's the opposite of romantic? Anti-romantic. Yeah, anti-romantic. Really? This film, yeah. Oh, you're quite a romantic, though. Jesse. I know. So your place or mine? Big turd. Okay. Big right. turd. Sounds like we're going to no one's places at that point. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I hate these. Is that Netflix? It must have been a Netflix Yeah, film. Netflix yeah, only. Okay, that makes sense. Because they're just shit. Everything they turn out is written by AI. And so I understand why... Well, I'm not claiming that. Take that back. That Honestly, was very... Honestly, you're probably on the same page. Yes. But yeah, hang on. Let me show you Tignorata because she's actually funny. Okay. I'll probably know her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the name is... I, I'm big, big... She's in a show I watched recently. I can't remember. You know her. Ah, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's good. I like yeah. her acting. All right. I'm just... While you were doing that, I was just looking at films that I wish were in this list so I could talk about, but weren't bad enough. Okay. Because this next film I know is in your list. All right, let's go. 65. Whoa! <laughs> God damn. Unfortunately, I, please don't go looking for the audio, but at some point I said that this film was on my most anticipated list Did for you either really? 2023 or 2022. Joel williams Boris. <laughs> This is the closest we have been to ending the podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness me. I'm going to save my thoughts for when I talk about it. So you go. Okay. This film has premise, right? It sounds somewhat interesting. Crash, survival. You're on an f- unfamiliar planet, sure. You've got Adam Driver, who is a good actor, right? Kylo Ren, Marriage Story, um, Black... Clansman, is that how you say that? No, I will say two excellent films I watched for him recently. Francis Ha, uh-huh. directed by Noel Baumbach, starring Greta Gowie. Oh, yeah. And Logan Lucky, directed by Steven Soderbergh, with him and Chayden Tatum and Daniel Craig. There you go. They are two excellent Adam Driver films. And House of Gucci. That is oh. not an excellent Adam Driver film. <laughs> well, he was good. <laughs> that is a perfectly fine Adam Driver film. <laughs> um, also starring... Oh, it was the kid from... Barbie, Ariana Greenblatt. Yeah, and she's in something else too. She um, was Gamora in Avengers Infinity Yeah. Oh, gosh. She's yeah, had look, quite a career. She's had a really good year mostly this year. Yeah, and she's in In the Heights and Scoob. Oh, she'll and be great. A Bad Mum's Christmas. I've seen, bro, I've seen like seven of her films. What the? <laughs> she, she's she's going to be a big actress one day. Um, but 65, it, it, it it's not good. It, it It's boring. The thing that appealed me to this film is that it only goes for an hour and a half, and yet it felt like two hours and a half because it's, yep. it, it, it's, it's just all it is. Oppenheimer felt short. It film. did. It did. You're not wrong. All it felt like was Adam Driver gets gun, looks around the corner, music rising, music swelling, and then oh, jump scare or something crap. Yeah. Dinosaur. Chuck a dinosaur in there. Was, random um, and then you have the kid now I don't want to slam the kid too much no do it but no wait, don't, don't slam the kid no I won't slam the kid yeah don't slam but the kid some performances were better than others <laughs> oh dear um, there's only five people who actually acted in this film apparently which you know wait so five people who acted or five people that were in the film five people who acted <laughs> in it no but not all of them acted they were just in the film oh I don't know. Arguably, one person is acting. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the dinosaurs. Oh, shit. Bro, Ross Geller would have loved this film and no one else. Yeah, literally. It, 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 it's boring, it feels generic, and it just feels like a cash grab from Sony, yeah. I think. So, unfortunately, would not recommend. Um, if you want to see something like this that's good, go watch season two, episode six of The Twilight Zone. <laughs> Done. Click plug.
quick plug. That's my number eight. All right, touch on it later. My number eight. Now, I was, I'll admit, I'll be excited to watch this. Apple TV, action comedy, starring two of my favorite people, Anna Diamis and Chris Evans. Oh, see, marriage made. See, sounds good. Knives out. Adrian Brody's in it. Yep. Sounds all right. Perfect. Gave it a watch. Oh, shit. Was it really that bad? Talking about ghosted people. Sounds cool. You've heard of Girl Meets Guy. Now hear of Boy Meets Spy. Whoa. So, they have a meet cute. Anna Downs is a spy. Chris Evans is a farmer. Oh, okay. Uh, they have meet cute at this, like, uh, like edgy yard sale stall thing. They go on the worst date ever. They're, like, walking through the city. And then they go to the stairs. And Chris Evans is like, hey... I don't want to race up the stairs. And I know, Mrs. like, yeah, let's do it. And then so they race up the stairs. There's like weird montage Dua Lipa music. <laughs> there's three Dua Lipa songs in this shit. Anyway. Um, and Was then that they get to acted the, as, and then, as good as you badly acted that? Like the way they were like, do yeah, you want to honestly, run they're not good. Neither of them are great. They, they've been great before, but not in this. Oh, they get back to her house. They <laughs> close the door. They stand I used to have the door and then he goes through the door she opens it they go in they have sex and then she disappears because she's fine and Chris Evans is like could you say she ghosted? Chris, yeah Chris Evans stalks her to London so creepy doesn't tell her he's coming sneaks up on her hey how you going she's in the middle of a spy mission and so the rest of the film is she takes him on her missions and has to teach him how to be a spy and he's supposed to be this bumbling idiot but the problem is you cast fucking Captain America don't buy it. You Duh. never buy that Chris Evans and has no idea what he's doing. Because he is Captain America. Yeah. It is probably the worst cast of the year. Yeah. You know who you cast instead? This movie would have been better with Aubrey Plaza and Michael Sarah. Ooh, yeah. Have I just nailed that? Yes, yes, I have. Yes, you have. Adrian Brody is hamming it up to Lux. So, you know, there are some ridiculous... I'm going to spoil them. Ridiculous cameos. Cameos. They get Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan in a scene. Of they course. just die instantly. Ryan Reynolds is in it for no reason. <sighs> The action sucks. It's not funny. The plot is ridiculous. 24K Golden makes a cameo for some reason. The only guy, As you do. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I said to write my review, dialogue, bro, Tarantino would pass out if you hit this dialogue. It's uh, so shit. It's such a chat TVT, but it doesn't feel like a real film. It's so, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel real. It is, it's so comic. Uh, Terrible chase scenes. This a, was ass. Be a stain on the ledger. This was really bad, and I was I was actually kind of looking forward to it, but it was Jesus. Oh, that's so disappointing. I'm sorry you had to go through that alone, yeah. Jesse. <laughs> it was a two star, and the more I thought about it, I was like that was there was nothing good about that film. So yeah, it's enough. down here at my number eight. Fair, fair call. Ghosted. Ghosted. Now we're gonna ghost, I'm just that ghost film. this film. Yeah, hopefully never talk about it again. Yeah. All right, my number seven is now. I hate to pick this one because. There were some good moments, okay. and we all watched it together with our friendship group. I'm talking about Cheers Love. Uh, it's not, it's, it's, okay, it wasn't great. No, actually, <laughs> it was bad, but it's, come on. Yeah, it, but it remember, I haven't watched as much as you have, so I have to put It's probably, this... it's probably my bottom 25. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, this film, it's got good intentions, right? It stars Laura Marano, who I don't know if she's done. She was in Lady Bird, Super Bad, Finding oh. Nemo. So she's done some good stuff, but she was not given a good script no. by Joe Sand. Well, okay, it's not a real. It's a choose your own adventure. Yeah, so but, it's not like a, but it counts. It but counts. it's not like it's not trying to be great. It was just. It How was, about the three guys and the oh, <laughs> the sheets? Oh. 
<laughs> the Rex pounce. See, I had a good time watching it with everyone, so I was, that's yeah. why I didn't like. It okay. didn't like hinder on me. For a film, how how good it was, like, like I would, I'm not rushing to go, choose love. Again, you know, whereas you're Mine- not rushing to choose love again. No, <laughs> um, but Minecraft story mode as a point of reference, or, or Bear Black Girl, Mirror, Bear Girls U vs World, Black Bear Girl, yeah, or Black Mirror Bandersnatch, or just read the Choose Your Own Adventure book. You know, Good Andy Griffiths, oh, hit it yes, up. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just it was so generic, and some of the scenarios were really boring too. Like, why does she have to pick between saving the environment uh, and dating a guy? I think like- you're being a bit harsh. <laughs> That's my one. I didn't think it was terrible for this film. Okay, we did have a good time with everybody. So thanks for watching with me, everybody. All right, peace. That's my soapbox. My number seven is, I suppose it's a rom com, but it was it didn't feel that romantic. Oh okay. And it was definitely wasn't funny. It stars. This is why I watched it, Joel. It stars, Shailene Woodley, who I'm realizing we forgot to add to our star of the year because she was in this film, Ferrari. Dumb Money and To Catch a Killer. Ah, damn. Well, that's right. Honorable Legend, Shelley Woodley. She, she should have been in instead of something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So it's Shelley Woodley and Jack Whitehall in a film called Robots. Ooh. This sounds is on Amazon Prime. Here's what it's about. So, Shelley Woodley is playing a gold digger. Oh, here we go. Jack, Jack Whitehall is playing this womanizer. And they both have illegal robots themselves. So Jack Whitehall uses his robot. Are these like sex robots? No. Okay. So Jack... Whitehall uses his robot to be really nice to women and get their numbers and then Jack Whitehall just goes and beds them. Oh, so they look like... Yeah. Right. Shailene Woodley uses her robot to go and sleep with dudes and then she gets the money from the prostitution. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's using his robot so he can have sex. She's using her robot so the robot can have sex. Right. And then one day they meet up because... And one day, so Jack Whitehall... Robot meets Shailene Woodley, but it's her robot, and so the two robots get together and fall in love and run away together. So Jack Whitehall and Shailene Woodley, these like rich assholes, they have to survive without their robots. That sounds interesting. And they can't. No, it's shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not funny. They have no chemistry together. Shailene Woodley is the only reason to get to one star. Jack Whitehall was awful. They have. It's just like a wild goose chase to get their robots. Okay, now it's starting to fall off. They're just. They're just big children. It's so childish. They end up at this wedding. Um, it's like save the robots, and I'm pretty sure at the ending they just like the robots just come back to them. I think like oh, it's a bit anticlimactic. Yeah, it's just like exciting. I was so bored. I was like, what's happening? Like, how? Like, why is it so? It's so bad. Like, you know, it's just so bad. And like, um, yeah. Like, what am I watching? I was I thought it was gonna be good, Shailene Woodley. <laughs> But there's just nothing, nothing redeemable about it. It's, huge, huge disappointment. It's hard. It's it's yeah. It's it's weird to think the film's real because they're just them chasing their robots. It's such a dumb concept. It's mm. supposed to be like this big like Action. making a social comment about how we don't need robots. I was like, oh. this is who would use robots for this? That sounds yeah. It's, it's so very far niche, fetched, niche and I was so that. bored, and it was so unfunny. I feel like comedies, when they're bad, they're the worst. Yes, I agree. And so that's why robots had to be on my list. I just hated it. Oh, so that started off sounding really interesting, but yeah, exactly. chasing robots. You think it's kind of interesting, but the robots falling in love was bullshit oh. because they're both robots. <sighs> and um, yeah, so they have to like pretend to get along and eventually they get together because of course they do. And, uh, Wasted potential, it sounds like to me. Yep, sucks. Jeez always. Okay. <laughs> that's number seven, robots. Oh, it's getting worse. It's only getting worse from here, Jesse. Yep. Um, now... 
I hate to say this because I understand, I'm going to be very sensitive with how I talk about this film. Um, I'm talking about Assassin starring Bruce Willis. No, I didn't watch it. Didn't watch it? I thought about it. I, I wanted to watch it because it's his last film. Okay. So I thought, you know, I'm going to watch yeah, it. Could, yeah, nice. Um, as like respect to him because I think he's done some really good stuff, particularly Sixth Sense, Unbreakable. Die Hard. Um, Die Hard, Pulp of course. Fiction. I was in Pulp Fiction. <sighs> watch, watch Pulp Fiction. I've got to watch it, okay? Okay, I need to watch Sixth Sense. That's <laughs> um, this film is, it, it's not written well. It's not acted well, and Bruce Willis is actually... I'm just going to say this. I've put here the second half. Yeah. <laughs> the second half, it, it gets worse. Like, it actually starts off somewhat interesting. It's okay. basically... How does it start off? Microchip tech that... It, it's a bit like the robots, right? You can put your mind in a in a body of another person, right? Using microchips. So they use that to kind of like agents right it's like okay. secret agent type stuff so it'd be like possession but it's not it's just yep. a microchip technology thing um but then one agent is killed during a secret mission and his wife takes his place in an attempt to bring the man to justice oh my gosh but i've forgotten half of it because it's so bad um bruce willis i think is the guy who has to like pr- protect but a lot of his lines were being fed to him because he couldn't remember them. Oh. But they weren't good lines. Okay. So it's not coming across good. I feel like you didn't need to put something on your list. Well, it's a bad <laughs> film, but... but Did you really need to put something on your list, John? Oh, now I feel bad. Did you really need to put something on your list? Now I feel bad. <laughs> I think you... Probably... There's another Bruce Willis one on it. What? Now is there another one? What is the other one? <laughs> oh, dear. We'll get to that. But All right. I, I want to make sure, and I'm saying this clearly that it's not Bruce Willis that's making the film bad. I actually loved seeing him in there because I was like, yeah. that's the Bruce Willis I know. He's still doing his best making these films even when his condition's deteriorating because he wants audiences to have a good mm. time. And I commend that. I commend that. Um, the guy from, what's his name, who is in this? Oh, freak. Oh, yeah, that Dominic guy. Purcell from Prison Break. Um, he, he was shocking. Now he usually plays one note characters. He's an Aussie actor, yeah. but uh, he was he was uh, uh, nah, he was he was shocking as well. Um, none of the other characters were even likable, and the action I thought was kind of lackluster. And we've mm. seen it all before. So okay. yeah, unfortunately, this this started as something I wanted to to dedicate towards Bruce Willis, but taking him out of it even the film was just you needed to get a good writing team and a good directing team behind it because they did not support him in terms of his film legacy they supported him as an actor by feeding him his lines and all that sort of stuff keeping him alright but man they could have done so much better and it was an interesting somewhat premise too so yes my number 10 9 8 7 6 is Assassin my number 6 is apparently a hot take because it's got an average rating of 3 out of 5 on Letterboxd Mm -hmm. Ridley Scott's a pretty good director, isn't he? Oh, no. Joaquin Phoenix, decent actor. You didn't. My name is Napoleon. <gasps> what? No. This Jesse. Film. You didn't even see it. Yeah, but it looks good. No. I, okay, I was having a great day. Went to the gym. Got down, got my Domino's order. Nice. Supreme pizza. Ooh, garlic yes. bread. Took it into the cinema. Yep. Just going to watch the film. It is two hours and 38 of pompous ridiculous fucking dialogue and action. Joaquin Phoenix is terrible in this film. I thought he's a good actor. I thought he was too. He's great in Bell's Afraid. I'm glad he was nominated for that one. Yes, good. It's not... They're not taking it seriously. 
It's Napoleon. No one's speaking French. No one's doing a French voice. He's doing his regular voice. Oh, Vanessa Kirby's doing her regular voice. She's the best thing about it. The only good thing. Okay. But it, two hours thirty-eight. It's so boring. <sighs> and Napoleon just like walking around grunting. He's like, oh, Ben David. There's they just like have sex a lot. I don't know. Of course they do. <laughs> the battles are boring and they're not. They're not in depth enough. They're mostly just wide shots. You can't see what's going on. Oh, that's disappointing. Just a waste of money, really. Oh, that's very um, disappointing. The direction, the writing, the dialogue is awful. I was falling asleep. Yeah, I was just like, could not believe how bad this was. Um, what else? Yeah, I was so surprised because Lucky Phoenix, Rare Legends had a bad performance. You know, Joker, Bell was afraid. Her, fantastic. Vanessa Kirby is good. Really, Scott. Now, admittedly, I've only seen House of Gucci. I haven't seen his big four like Alien, Blade Runner, Gladiator, um, The Martian. But I was so bored. I was so nonplussed. The cinematography isn't that good. I don't get it. Production it looks design. Really, um, pro- dull. Production like design. It. Yeah, they made some cool, cool costumes, whatever. But they're not. The similar complaints to the Ferrari, which I didn't understand because I like that one. It's not taken seriously. They're making, trying to make jokes. They're making Napoleon look like a goofball. I was like, like no, take it seriously. Like, I don't want to. I don't care about this parody. Watch Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. Here's my <laughs> review. Dreadful Midley Scott. Napoleon's a tosser. I hate the French. Boring. More like Napoleon because it'll put you to sleep. Joaquin Phoenix is so silly sometimes. This time in a bad way. This movie sucks. That's really disappointing. I just hated it. I'm sorry. It's probably not one star in quality. I just hated it. That's really disappointing. This could have been an Oscar contender. Yeah. Like if you have one, like, just make a serious Kirby. film and cut it down. Show some more battles. There's too much about the relationship, and it doesn't even matter because they made half of it up. Like he's supposed to be younger than her, which, like, fuck off. Yeah, that's. Um, place. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Joaquin was the right casting choice. I honestly, don't. Uh, he looks like it, like he looks. But as soon as you said he doesn't yeah. use the French accent, and even like in Ferrari, they're doing Italian accents. You're talking like Joaquin Phoenix. Took me out of the film. Oh, no. That's, that's yeah, bad. Yeah, crap. I'm that's, sorry. Yeah, no. This is absolute crap. That's actually probably the most disappointing film of the year. Freaking hated like, it. Because it could have been really good. And I thought it was going to be one of those Oscar... Like, like how Oppenheimer, what Christopher Nolan's done. Yeah. That, that's what I thought it's Napoleon was It's not the most disappointing. I would say Asteroid City. Okay. But that was still okay. So, yeah. no one need this list. Oh, gosh. Um, but, yeah. I, I went in with decent hopes, had a good pizza, but um, hated it. That's very disappointing. I'm sorry Absolutely about that, Absolutely hated it. That's all right. Man, jeez. Because everyone else is like kind of liking it. But not you. But You're I was just like, no. seeing it how it is. Shut up. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Well, moving on swiftly to my number five is I'm going to be telling you about this film because right. you always ask me what it is and I would love to tell you about it. It's called Detective Knight, colon, Independent. Yeah, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so this is another Bruce Willis film. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, give the man a break. God damn. No, it's the film. I'm, I, 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 I was doing this You keep saying that. There's a theme here. It's, it's actually part of a trilogy. Um, it was the third film in the trilogy, which I decided to start myself off with, so I had no idea what was going on. Um, now... I have to commend Bruce Willis for turning out a trilogy in two years. He did Detective Night Road. A trilogy in... T- Detective Night Redemption, both in 2022, and then this one came out in 2023, right? 
So it starts. Oh, wow. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, I'm Alan Wilson. I'm forgetting to use this. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Bruce Willis who plays Detective James Knight. It's also <laughs> got. <laughs> it's also got Jack Kilmer. I don't know if you're familiar. Lachlan oh, Munro. Um, Kilmer. Is it relation to Val Kilmer? Maybe I don't know. I should have. I should have looked into that a bit more. Um, maybe actually, I'm gonna say maybe. Put a maybe on it. Um, but no yeah. one else of note is in this. Unfortunately. Also, uh, speaking of Val Kilmer, she got a great ass, and you got your hair all the way up. It. Thank you very much, Miss Patino. Thanks, Miss Al. Thanks, Al. Um, Al Kilmer. Al Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Wait, where is it? Where is it? Let's get the moments past, Jesse. Moments past. All right. So apparently something to do with drug running and paramedics. So instead of actually running through the plot of this film, I'll tell you what I remember. So Bruce Willis (laughs) plays... Why wouldn't you listen to the show? (laughs) So Bruce Willis plays Detective Knight, a police detective. And this is one of the other ones. He had his lines fed, fed to him with the earpiece. And he... Stop putting these films on your list. It's crap. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, of course it is. I wanted to like it, but it wasn't good. And... What did you... Did you watch the other two? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, they weren't 2023, so I thought, you know, put them on. But anyway, Ugh. so what's happening is there's these two paramedics and for some reason, I think maybe one of them kills someone. Or, or witnesses a murder or something, or is doing no maybe doing drugs or something. And so Bruce Willis gets involved, and then basically there's a standoff and a chase, and a lot of it's Bruce Willis sitting at the office, which is good. I like those scenes. Everything else with the other characters very boring. Did not like them at all. No, that's right. They were shagging the two paramedics. They were shagging. But I think they were doing drugs as well, which was really conflicting. They were shagging and was, doing drugs. Because I was like, they're paramedics. So should they know, like, what's not good to do? Like, they're medical and then they're doing drugs. I don't care. I don't know. I just thought that was a bit stupid. I've already forgotten the title of the film. Detective Knight. What is this movie? Dude, watch real movies. This is not a real movie. Mm, this is quite funny. So Watch movies that exist. It was nice and short though, so that's good. But everything else about this is abysmal. It was a, uh, it was, it was just not good. And I don't know where this idea for this film actually came from. So, I'm sorry, but Bruce Willis was the saving grace of this film. He did really well. So, good on him. That's what she said. <laughs> you did really well, good on him. Ah, oh, nice. All right, nice. my number five is going to be the worst horror film of the year Ooh. for me. People like this as well. Don't get it. Okay. Directed by Nana. Chaka Khan. So very sorry if I butchered that. Beautiful, Jesse. Starring Kieran Shipka, Olivia Holt, Pam Brown. No, oh, sorry, I know what you're sorry, Julie about. Bowen from One Family. Um, and that's Randall Park. Yeah, I'm talking about Totally Killer. Oh, not what I. I thought you might say it lives inside. No, that was, that was like not, not good, but not okay. Right, terrible. Totally Killer. So, Tell me about it. Jesse. Totally Killer. So, 35 years ago, there's a sweet 16 killer. You know, there's like. Um, he goes and kills, I think, like 16 people of this party on Halloween or something. And then 17 years later, no, sorry, 35 years later, he comes back, kills someone. Why has he Not gone for 35 years? That's my opinion. No, because he gets away with it. Oh, and 35 okay. years, he comes back. It's like a mystery on the town. Right. Comes okay. back. Gotcha. Kills someone. And then, or should I just say who he kills? Because it's not a... 
Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. So All right, you hang can on, let definitely me go. go ahead and spoil that one. This is where the fun begins. Minus spoilers for the start of Totally Killer. He kills Julie Bowen. Oh. Yep. Okay. And then Julie Bowen's daughter, Kieran Shipka, his her friend has a time machine. So she goes in the time machine to 1987, one day before the Sweet 16 murders happen. So Julie Bowen's still alive at this point. Yeah. Okay. And she's a teenager. Ah. Like her. To try and kill the Sweet 16 killer before, so that he doesn't kill his mum. Right. Basically. Okay. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah time yeah, yeah. travel shenanigans. Here is the problem with this film. It's supposed to be a comedy horror. It is not funny. It is not scary. Full stop. So it's nothing. Didn't laugh once. Oh, God. Wasn't scared. Oh, no. You'll hate this. The time travel doesn't work at all. Ooh. Out of any film I've ever seen, it really doesn't work. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I just remember noting it doesn't work. It Time travel has two ends to it. It yeah. has the, the, the stuff that doesn't make sense and then the stuff that... It doesn't logically make sense. Oh, no. And even, with, even if I bought the fact that her friend has built a time machine... Just casually built it's it. still logical doesn't make sense within the rules of the universe oh that's just ter- that's not good yeah no, good choice also I picked the killer and I never do that it was so obvious oh this sounds dreadful and so I was just like it was just plodding along there's the basic high school bullshit that I didn't like about the favorite moons but it's better than that they're just like oh can her mum be friends oh her mum's a bitch her mum's a gangster but she's so not in real life that's funny because I don't know it's not like she's a fucking teenager or anything Oh, it's yeah, not funny. They go on the there's some like the time machine happens in like one of those like road tour kind of things, other theme park rides. Oh, seriously? The, the VFX are shocking, <laughs> and people like it. I don't get it. It's not good. It Maybe freaking it's one sucks. Of those crappy teen movies that everyone's watching. Yeah, it's really not good. No That's redeemable so qualities apart from maybe Kieran Shipka's performance. She's pretty good. Um, everything else sucks. I was just like I was just waiting for the ending to happen, and I was oh, right. No. Not That's funny, not not funny, not scary. Bully acted, obvious killer, bad script. Yeah. I hate being negative, but it sounds like you've got some really good bad films on here because you've got two good ones in a row. Like I, what I mean that is, time travel done poorly for me is automatically a bad film. You might like it. I don't know. Oh, it's right. it's very similar to Scream. Yeah, but in terms of like exists, style, so like it's think... a slasher, teen slasher. Mm. So if Netflix? the time travel, if you're, if you like the time travel, you will love this film. Okay. So I'd be interested to hear your thoughts it's on okay. Amazon Prime. Okay. okay. 105 minutes. Well, not too bad. You could give it a go. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we and that's the end of my one star. So the next, my next four are half stars. So stay tuned. Yikes. Yeah. Oh jeez. You you hand out the half stars, don't you, Jesse? Yep. <laughs> oh dear. All right, we're officially out of Bruce Willis territory, but again, we weren't shaming him. My number I mean, I wasn't four, one, two, three, four, is The Pope's Exorcist. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Oh, Jesse. It wasn't. It's a two-star. It wasn't that bad. This it was, was kind of fun. Shit. Him running, him going to those girls and doing like... <laughs> and then the video at the end with the blood exploding. That was fun. It was just stupid. Can it... I be honest? I was two drinks in. Yes. But... So minus that from your score. It was better than Poker Face. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was it was bad, uh, but it wasn't terrible. Mm, I don't know. No, for, it doesn't belong there. Because because for me, I I'm very sensitive with this kind of kind of slasher horror, and I was actually really excited for it when they said that Russell Crowe was Russell Crowe. Um, Russell Crowe was, 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 was playing the lead because <laughs> I heard a Nova uh, interview on our radio station. He called in 
hyping it up. You know how Russell goes, really likes to... Yeah, Russell cry. <laughs> Russell cry. And I thought, you know what? This guy's got potential. Can't wait to watch it. But it didn't feel like, A, I, I didn't... I wasn't vibing with his hair as a character. Like, like his look. Yeah. Look, without him, like without him, absolutely on the list. But he brings a lot of life to it. I don't know, does he? Yeah, I think so. He didn't feel like a priest to me. Like, he just felt I like Russell Crowe. I honestly didn't hate this one. You didn't hate it? No. You like this stuff, though? I think it like a four out of ten. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, jeez, I'm probably about three. It was bad, yeah, sure. it was very bad. But I didn't, I didn't hate it. And I think it fell into one of those traps of we have to have uh, a dark some sort of abandoned cave castle thing as the grand yeah. finale and then he gets possessed and we just I just saw everything coming yeah as well. look I'm not arguing with the choice but yeah. I did a double feature with Mario oh okay. and that disappointed me and this <laughs> didn't disappoint me so fair enough you can have a look at it yeah. as how it is um but yes when I had a great film like The Nun 2 that I watched <laughs> this I, is uh, only slightly worse than The Nun 2 <laughs> Only slightly. At least they had good characters. Bro, they're not just really characters you not, care about. Not that good. You know? It's better so, than number one. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Anyways. All right, so my number four is The Pope's Exorcist. All right, my number four has actually a 3.4 average on Letterboxd. What is happening, Jeffy? <laughs> Directed by Nicole Holofkiner. Okay. Starring Julia Louise Dreyfus, Tobias Menzies, <laughs> and David Cross. It is A24, You Hurt My Feelings. A24 film, Jesse, yeah, is low. You have my feelings. Not common. Here's what it's about. Julia Louise Dravis is a novel novelist and she's having a very normal and good life. Nice, her, pleasant. Her um, husband is the worst therapist ever, which is funny. One time, the next 10, I was like, oh. Cringing. The key. Her husband, it her son, works in a weed shop, and she is fine with that. Which you know, fair enough. Okay. And so she's having for the first like I reckon forty minutes, it's just them living. Nothing exciting. It's just day to day life. Oh gosh. Maybe thirty five, and then she she finds out that her husband doesn't like her book. <gasps> Can you believe it, John? What? The husband doesn't like the book. And then the next 40 minutes is them recovering from that in their marriage. Meanwhile, the son is trying to write a screenplay. <laughs> and at the end of the film, because there's been like the theme, like write a screenplay and then it takes the weeds so getting robbed for the son and mother to care about each other again. And then the son gives him on the screenplay. Like, I wrote the screenplay, mom. Guess what it says on the fucking cover? What? Untitled. I literally, sort of, I literally walked out. I was like... It's literally just this, this, this middle-aged white couple living and complaining about shit that isn't important because they are, they are like middle class, living well, good jobs, good incomes. He is the worst therapist ever, doesn't get fired. He has all these patients, he has terrible advice. People ask their money back. It was funny the first time, not anymore. The performances aren't good. It's so boring. 93 minutes feels like three hours. That's... Nothing Why? happens in this film. Nothing happens. Why Nothing happens. Why the time? So it's not badly made, but like nothing happened. I'm sorry, I just hated it. Half that a star. Like, it's just like a half a star, subjectively. Subjectively, uh, it's just a half a star. Yeah, nothing happened. And honestly, the untitled at the end gave me the shits, man. I was Especially like, Especially oh. you, you're writing, you like writing stuff like that. You've written screenplays before. And yeah. All of that. So that, that I, I get that. Yeah, and, and you know, three and a half people giving people giving this four stars. 
Three and a half. I was like, what is oh, the appeal? It reflects the tedious complexities of relationships, dread of aging, we're too inadequate for our dreams of treading one, one review. <laughs> I was like, they just fight over a book. Like, get over it. It's the smallest fight. People have real problems. Yeah. All right? This is not an issue. Get the fuck over it. A reference I want to make. I haven't seen this. I can't. Shut me down if I'm wrong. But sounds like if you want to watch people living that's actually interesting, go watch Past Lives. Yes. Brilliant. Because they actually have a hook that is interesting between these two characters. You know that this girl's married, but she is reconnecting slowly with her childhood crush. But what's that going to be? Well, I don't know. Keep watching. Yeah. It's interesting. This, what is th- is there any hook with that, or is it just this living? This film made me really angry. The husband therapist is actually making couples divorce. It's like, are you trying to tell me that's funny? That's not funny. No, that's All not right? funny. So yeah, <sighs> hated. I hated. You hurt my feelings. It's my number four. We will... about. It's probably at eleven out of hundred. Uh, this, this you've, you've watched some real. I've watched some. Maybe they just have like weird opinions, but. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds bad. You Next know. year, I'm going to cut down on 2023 and watch more classics. Yeah. Oh, good. On, yeah. on 2024 films, sorry. Yeah, good. I'm going to cut down. Good. Yeah. All right. My next one is... The number three? Yes, my number three. I'm losing count tonight. Is The Boogeyman, directed it's, by... It's my number 11. Rob Savage. Look, we had a fun time watching it. It was just us in the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Everything got moved sucked. But it gets a star for the cinematic experience. Yes. It is only an hour and a half also, so that's not too bad. Um, do you want to know what the caption for this is? Before yeah, we go end, on then. Tell me what the caption is. It's not real, full stop. It's not real, full stop. It's not real, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> what a bag of ass. I'm sorry, but this film is terrible. The most interesting part of this film is the premise about the boogeyman. You don't need to watch the film to know about the boogeyman, kids. David Destmalchin is completely wasted yeah. as Lester Billings. He looks depressing for like 20 minutes and then just dies, doesn't he? I think so. Doesn't he kill himself? Yeah. Super random. Because the, the boogeyman made him do it or something? Yeah. I hate to, to shit on her, but Sophie Thatcher as the main character, she was very pretty, but she wasn't very good. Well, she never did. Yeah. No. No, sorry. No, 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 no. She, maybe she was in something. I feel like friend of the show, Ethan... Liked Sophie Thatcher in some TV yeah. show. Is it Yellow Jackets? Yellow Jackets. Yes. That's it. <laughs> but she was not good here, unfortunately. Chris Messina was shocking. Oh, yeah. He was amazing. He was terrible. He was great in the air, though. He was good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not the acting, really. It's more just yeah. performance from a bad script. Yeah. If you've got bad dialogue, no matter who's saying it, yeah. you can't put lipstick on a turd. At the end of the day, it's an M-rated horror film. It's not scary. It was a Blumhouse, probably. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I think it was 20th Century Fox. Okay. Yeah. And I don't give a shit about the Boogeyman. No. And they didn't make me give a shit about it. Well, what even was the Boogeyman? I don't know. It was like some weird thing under the bed. Because it could have been... They started with like the classic tale and they made some like demon ritual fire thing out of it. Okay. Admittedly, it started somewhat interesting because when David Desimalchin shows up to their house, yeah. the therapist, because the dad was a therapist, Chris Pacino, yeah. right? And David Desimalchin shows up and he looks like he's killed somebody, he has. And you go, oh, what 
what's going to happen. Yep. All of that stuff when David Dasmalchin is in it, I was interested. And then after that, I completely lost. I, well, my hopes and dreams died with him. It was kind of similar to It Lives Inside, but It Lives Inside a bit more flair, Greater Kills. Yeah, literally, because this had no cinematography yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, it was super dark. bland. The school scenes were very average. Forgettable, honestly. Yeah. Everything about it's forgettable. Like, I'm really struggling yeah. to recall even but it was just shocking but i did have a very nice time yeah. with you jesse so yes bit, I, bit of a downer episode i've realized but you know what the people saying oh don't shit on films you know it's not right you haven't made a film like who, who cares like you've made the film you shouldn't care what people think no you're privileged enough to make a film or allowed to have an opinion on it. not sure who said it but once you put something into the world it's not yours anymore yeah it's you earn the copyright but it it, it goes out and what people how people connect with it what people get out of it you can't tell people that they're wrong for feeling something about a film when that's just how they feel about it right yep. if you think that half of the joker film was in his head then you can't disagree with that if you've got although you can say it that it was a direct ripoff of king Kong. <laughs> now that we've both seen that yes yes, yes it was right. so anyway my number three is the boogeyman number three we'll be quick on this one because we just talked about it last week it is aquaman and the lost kingdom <sighs> yawn and this film sucked i just hate aquaman didn't like anything about it apart from those two shots i mentioned yep the going through the wall and then 1v1 fight nothing else was good I was what, what about when the, it was bad the characters weren't good action wasn't good cj was awful what about when they're at the um maybe this is the one you said but the when when the the title card falls down and it like fell out of the ice was that cringe cool? oh it's cringe i like was it. just like i'm so unenthusiastic about it. i'm like my it's like my five stars like you know my four and a half i'm like so passionate yes amazing five stars i was like sit back like this is just good you know yeah it's the opposite one stars i'm like super passionate about yeah half stars like it's just bad yeah i have no effort to talk about this films although my number t- my one and two i'm gonna rip rinse Ooh, here we go but aquaman the lost kingdom was just like an expected dud but a bit worse than i thought for the dcu's final bout yeah shocking yep. shocking film no fair enough jesse that's I, i'm a superhero simp still but you know good yep. call good call all right my number two is old dads also an honorable mention let yeah. me tell you about this film jesse yeah. um i actually got about three quarters way through turned it off and then read the rest of the plot summary because I was that bored and didn't have the time to finish the film. <laughs> I think I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not interesting remotely. Yeah. There's one funny scene. <laughs> Which is the apology? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Do you realise that's Rachel, Rachel Harris, Susan Heffley? I didn't know she was Susan Heffley. Yeah. I know her from Lucifer. She was oh, a therapist. And she's in The Hangover. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bill Burr. Now, I haven't uh, seen him. He's, he's of- kind of funny in, in stand-up. Is he? Yeah, he's okay. not bad. All right, I'll trust you on that one. But um, no, not in this one. Directed and starred. Good on him for directing. Bill Bird and produced. Well, yeah, good on him for that. But I, I, I don't know. It wasn't. I, did, I only laughed like once or twice. Yeah, it, I, I didn't get what point it was trying to make because the film just kind of like there's no stakes whatsoever. It kind of just ends. They have all these problems, the yeah. couples, and then it just ends. But it's like, I didn't really care about the couples yeah. anyway. Like, like I thought... Are I don't you trying to be woke or make fun of people who are woke? Like, yes. That was my big one. problem like, I don't with get it. it. Because a lot of the stuff and the way... When he when he goes, when he parks in the the no parking zone and yeah. comes in and blasts Rachel Harris and he said, you know, you whatever, expletive, expletive, C word. Um, and then he's like, 
Uh, the kid's like, why? What's a what's a c word? And he goes, you only say it to people when they're very bad or something like that. Yeah. I was like, what point is that trying to make? Yeah, I know. Like, and and then it's trying to like sweeten the ending on us where all the characters grow, but I'm like, like you said, I still don't know whether it's woke or anti woke. Yeah. I I'm really I was really and it was not remotely interesting. Cinematography didn't have an ounce of flair to it. It was like recording from my iPhone, just yeah, putting yes. it up. It was not exciting to look at. Bobby Cannavale wasn't that good either. No. And who was the other friend? Um, um <laughs> 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 Thank you. Um well, I think you had the most lifeless strip club scene of all time. Oh, there was no no and one that, was that's getting bullshit. The old guy with that young girl who wants he wants who wants to please get with him like yeah, come off it that, no one's falling for that crap and then doesn't the um oh what's his name ah oh, pulling up bakeem woodbine who plays mike yeah doesn't he knock up his mistress yeah and then there's like a whole thing and they like, get married and it's happy like dude you're a bad person <laughs> i was like literally it's just his dad's being old and i was like but my dad wouldn't like this movie no like you my, know, my, so my dad wanted to watch it. But your target I've audience s- is dads, and dads won't like it. Yep. So and then I've told failed. I've told him about it, and I said we're not watching it because you won't like it. Real bad. Whatsoever. Real bad. So that's my number two. It was shocking. I, I never want to see or talk about yeah. this film again. My number two was my number one for a long time, and then I swapped it out. Okay. Now Kevin Hart. Oh, no. Not my favorite. Like he's, I like. He seems like a good bloke. Seems like a nice guy. Very nice bloke. Not a good actor. Kind of funny in Jumanji. Yeah. No, actually, he's the worst part of Jumanji. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so he has released a film this year on Amazon Prime, and it is called Die Heart. Funny. I think a TV show's kind of as well, but let's talk about the film. So Kevin Hart, playing a version of himself, an asshole version, he goes on this talk show, and he has a rage. He's like, you know, I don't want to be a psychic anymore. I don't want to be the rock psychic. I want to be a leading man. So is this meant to be about fictional yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart? And everyone laughs at him. So he goes to... Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> he goes to a training camp run by this guy called Ron Wilcox, played by John Travolta, <laughs> who sucks now. And John Travolta puts him through... I'm just going to hit the spoiler button quickly. Yeah, yeah. This is where the fun begins. John Travolta puts him through this camp, right? To become an action star. Oh. Along the right is Natalie Emmanuel from Fast and Furious, Ramsey. I feel so bad for her. John Re- Jean Reno is in it. He was in Leon the Professional. Yeah. And Josh Hartnett has a cameo. Why are these people stupid? So the so film low? is about they're doing, and I predicted this by the way. The film is about them doing because it's obvious. They're doing different stunts, improvising action scenes, and then. Kevin Hart's like, this is kind of sus. I, f- I feel like I'm in real danger here. Nelly Mandel's like, yeah, right. I think so too. And eventually the end for this is chase scene because John Travolta's like attacking them now. And then Kevin Hart goes down and Kevin Hart I think, kills John Travolta. And then someone else cut and they've been making an action film the whole time and Kevin Hart doesn't know about it. Because That's bullshit. The test that... The training camp has been the film, which I predicted about half an hour ago. And then the, the end of the film was that they watched the film that they made and Kevin Hart is actually here. That sounds terrible. It is so badly acted. John Travolta is awful in this film. The, Josh Harnett was actually... I laughed a few times at him. That's why I got up a bit. 
action is terrible it's so camp they're not even trying like it's it's just awful like everything about it is just awful i already hated kevin hart i can't hate john travolta now he's only done one good film i think he's a hack <laughs> i had a glossy face off okay but yeah oh it, it's probably worst one of the worst 10 films i've ever seen oh my god i just hated it wow really rubbing the wrong way to I was be like, fair as you were explaining it i was just watching you with a lifted eyebrow like this can't get any worse oh wait it yeah. can oh no here's my review i don't want to waste any more time writing or thinking about this bucket of liquidized camel shit i'll just say <laughs> this in my worst five movies of all time and that you shouldn't go within six feet of it without washing your hands thoroughly no fair enough Fair enough. This film is awful. Jesse? Truly, truly awful. As we move into 2024, you can now flush the toilet and put that shit down the drain. Yeah. Director of the Weird Al Yankovic movie. The is that anyway. good? I think so. Oh. So this it is- just sucks. Like, Kevin Hart, you're just a psychic, mate. All right. What He's are no you doing? Man. This is just an extended version of one of your What the Fit episodes. Like, oh. biggest cash grab. That's disappointing. Really sad what's happened to John Travolta. Nelly Emanuel, I feel sorry. You're a terrible agent. Gene Renner as well. Yeah, he's the, he's the director of the film. That's oh, mate. That it's just... just that it's, you know, it's just bad. It's just yeah. bad. That's so disappointing. Oh, Far all right. out. So, do you want to run through your list and then yes. give us your number one? We've got I to have the number one. I love to. Oh, no, we don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't. Tell me what you've got in a sec. All right. My number 10 is Peter Pan and Wendy. Number nine, The Exorcist, colon, believer. Number eight... 65 number 7 choose love number 6 assassin number 5 detective knight <laughs> poor guy number 4 the pope's exorcist number 3 the boogeyman number or the boogeyman whatever you choose to say number 2 old dads and number 1 is winnie the pooh colon blood and honey yeah well you know, that's just like, uh, Look. Your okay, say your thing. Say your thing. You can, no one can defend this film. I'm not going to. You can't put Winnie the Pooh, just because the public rights have, the, the rights have gone into the public domain, doesn't give you an excuse to think that you can make a slasher film. I disagree. With a childhood sweetheart. I think it's a fair game. Really? I think go for it. Make what a fun film. of it? You should have done it at least somewhat. I don't like, think if it's run out of IP, anyone do anything. I think it's fine. Yeah, what? A, a, somewhat. I was okay. I was very intrigued with the premise and all of that. I the way they choose to execute uh, it was a turd on fire. They had no budget. This guy makes a living out of making these crap films. Like you got to respect that. I don't know, Jesse. I, I respect that he's making money, but yeah, he could do so much more. But I don't know if he can. Because it was not even directed that competently, yeah. I thought. Oh, okay, look. Everything about it was awful. <laughs> However, did did I hate it? No. Did it ruin Winnie the Pooh for me? No. Was I mildly entertained by some of the killers? Yes. Wow. So therefore, the acting, directing, writing, cinematography, production design, sound, everything... Zero out of ten. Yeah. However, I didn't hate it. I'm a huge Winnie the Pooh fan. Didn't ruin it. Some oh. of the kills were all right. Therefore, it's an honorable mention. It's not on the list. Wow. It's a one-star film. Okay. But it's not on the list. Interesting. For me, I grew up with a very sheltered and indulgent lifestyle with these kids' cartoons. Yeah. 
and I'm a big believer of, you know, choosing to come up with new ideas. So instead of having Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey, you can have, I don't know, Binny the owl. No. Or, you know, Binny the bear or lots of... No, that's because you wouldn't see that. Oh, I was Molly Anstein saying Pooh and Piglet. I like those guys. They look terrible. Yeah, but I like them. That was shit. I will see that. I will go to the cinema and watch the second one. I know it's going to be bad. Oh, God. I, just, it, I didn't hate it. I don't know. I didn't I'm hate so it. I'm so glad didn't I pirated it. this film. It was honestly. awful. Didn't hate it. And the guy who played Christopher Robin, I have not seen a weaker. Um, oh, oh, yeah, he, he was bad. He, he was no, weak. Yeah, awful. Everything's awful. The chase hits are filmed so badly. They, they are. And the cinematography's, uh, it, it's dull, it's, got, it's patchy, it's um, it's not even pleasant at all to look at. There's no Can art I just, to it. It's like a paint, paint splosh onto the canvas. Just give me two things. The scene where the chick gets run over by a car, that's a good thing. I like that kill. Okay. And the kill in the swimming pool. Okay, the swimming pool is good. There are some good, good kills. It's not, okay, it's an awful film, like <laughs> completely objectively. But you had but something of a good I don't know, I just didn't hate it. Whereas You Have My Feelings is a well-made film that I hated. Okay. That's on the list. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. I'm actually very disappointed that Winnie the Pooh 2 is coming. Apparently they're leaving the Hundred Acre Woods to go to Ashtown. Cool. I'll see it. I'll that's see fair. Steamboat Willie Horror. I'll see Peter Ben Horror. I'll oh, see him. Oh, gosh. I'll see him. I, I, I'm, I'm a big uh, disbeliever in this kind of storytelling. Look, I think you can I'm still uphold the legacy of the old one by just ignoring them if you don't like it but that doesn't mean that shouldn't, they shouldn't be allowed to be made mm. just ignore them definitely not like cup of tea we'll be purging from my brain when we move into 2024 well, we are here now okay. so bye I disagree <laughs> I didn't think yeah, yeah. alright my number 10 was Ant-Man Quantumania number 9 Your Place or Mine number 8 Ghosted number 7 Robots number 6 Napoleon number 5 Trailer Killer number 4 You Got My Feelings Number four, three, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Number two, Die Hard. My number one, as mentioned, 65. Wow, you moved it this low. I forgot that you had it I watched this film with a blank expression on my face. I did not think about anything I had watched. Everything went through one ear and out the other. I was so bored. I couldn't remember anything about it. I didn't care about any of the characters. I don't like dinosaurs. I wasn't interested at all. I just this was this film is worse than Die Hard because it elicited no reaction out of me at all. So so you 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 got your not ticket. once out of me cared about this film in you a positive in. or negative way. What happened when it finished? When the credits? I just turned it off and kept walking. Oh damn! And so therefore, that's why I think it's the worst of the year because it literally did nothing for me. Yeah, it's not changed you in any way. No. Whereas Die Hard did. Yeah. It, I was kind of invested because I hated it so much yeah this had nothing you could attach to yeah so wow. that's why I hated it because it, it did nothing for me I didn't think anything was good about it wow I was not entertained by anything that happened in the film that's that's shocked me and I think that is the worst criticism you could ever give a film and I'm Absolutely. sorry to the director Scott Beck and Brian Woods producers of A Quiet Place but I just did not enjoy a single thing about this film Wow. Nothing at all. I think that's this probably is, the worst score I've heard you this is given. Just, this is just... I don't even have a score. It's just nothing. It's just nothing to it's me. It's almost just nothing. It's nothing to me. It's in the ether. It's yeah. gone. Wow. Yeah. Basically. Wow. Okay. The worst film of the year. 65. 65. 65 is the worst film of the year for Jesse. Winnie the Pooh, Colin, Blood and Honey is my worst film of 2023. Now, do you have any honourable mentions? 
I do have a couple honourable mentions. Uh, I, I did enjoy them to some extent. All right. But, actually, no, that's a lie. That's a straight-up lie. If this was top 11, Rebel Moon, Dash, part one. Yeah, n- never colon, saw it. a child of fire. Never saw it. My review, all I'm going to say about it, you might also like Star Wars <laughs> yeah. and Dune. Go check it out. Those ones. Not this one. It was just oh, terrible. Um, what have you got for us? Sound there you go, there. that's funny. Thank you. Um, the other one is The Creator. Now I, I was disappointed. It was probably two stars, so bored. Yeah. But the visuals are so good. There's no, it's not on your list. That's the thing. It, it wouldn't have been in my worst ten list ever. Beautiful film. The first ten minutes, I was like, this could be a top ten. I, I, was, I was in. Yeah. I was in. But then it just no, didn't. No, really it never, it never got like that low for me. But I was like, I, I, it was very like, I was very I was so bored. But yeah. the visual effects were astounding. So. Okay. And my last but not least one. Retribution starring oh, okay. Liam Neeson. Yeah. It was it, okay. we had a fun time. It was boys. fun. That's yeah. why all my honourable mentions. I would probably watch again, except for Rebel Moon. But Retribution wasn't a good film at all. Yeah. But I definitely had a fun time with the boys for right. sure. Yeah. Well, my you? first, my 11, 12, 13 were your top three. So Boogeyman, Winnie the Pooh, Old Dads. Oh, nice. I yeah. like that. Then I had The Sun. Oh, <gasps> you it freaking didn't sucked. Dare. We're not doing this again. It freaking sucks. <sighs> And then I had Circa Maximus, which is the tr- accompanying film to Travis Scott's album Utopia. So he no. made a film, album Utopia, and he made a film oh, to no. pair with it. The film sucks. No. It just sucks. That's shocking. Yeah. You can't do but that. Because the album's great. Yeah. The film sucks. Why are you waste time on that? Seriously. Come on, know. man. Directed by, like, Gaspar No. You know who he is? He did, like, Enter the Void and Climax and a couple other things. They all sound like sex movies. Sorry. Yeah, they are all sex movies. <laughs> um, anyway. And he's going to be a new movie that Gaspar Noe called Agro Drift. I think it's cool. Oh, no, wait. Maybe that's Harmony Corinne. He directed a bit too, both of them. Okay. Um, Harmony Corinne did the beach bum with Matthew McConaughey. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there are our lists. Um, let us know what your worst films of the year. Please do. do. We'd love let to Let us know on Instagram, you. TikTok. I will do a Spotify Q&A. Yep. Um, as to get in touch with us, everything's on our link tree. So our Instagram, at Pod, Merch is on Redbubble. Joel and I's letterbox accounts and links to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And our TikTok is on there as well. Yes. And make sure you vote for our Bromax Awards. You've still got another week or a bit, plenty of time to do that. Please vote. Get your friends vote, to vote. Share it with your friends. With as many people as possible. Even if you don't support the show, you're just voting for films you like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you're now, contributing I, I something. I want to make a big distinction here. Vote for films you like, even if you haven't seen... You've only seen one and you haven't seen the other ones, right? Yeah, just vote for if it. If you've seen Barbie and you liked Barbie, vote, vote for, for Barbie. Barbie. Please we just vote for want you Even if you were mid on Barbie but you didn't know any of the other ones, vote for Barbie because yeah. that's a vote for Barbie. And we just want... We can do more with the awards show if more of you give us your input. So yeah. we'd love to see it. So share it round. Please share it. We'd, we'd really appreciate to, that. Yeah, that's yeah. the one thing we're asking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and like Jesse said, get in touch with us as well. Instagram, that's our portal to do that. Well, Jesse, I can't believe it's been another another year. Of, yeah, of that was fun. I like this. You like the need. I can't wait for the positives. It'll be fun, actually. To praise. It was a great year this year as it well as being a bad year. I don't know if 2024 can top it. No, I don't we'll think have so. to, to wait and see. But yeah. I am excited what the worst of 2024 will bring because I don't know if it can get worse than this year. 
There's some bad yeah, ones. Yeah, it's got... Uh, no, it can't. No. No, no, no. So, hopefully, it's an uphill trajectory yeah. from here. Well, thank you for joining us today. I've been Joel. I'm Jesse, and this is the soundboard. Let's see what we're going to do. Uh, let's give a... CSI KFC? Thank yes. you, soundboard. You suck, Chris Evans. Get out of here, ghosted man. Ghost yourself No one buys here. it. <laughs> Go ghost yourself. Let's take the stairs. I don't they run up the stairs. They just have a race up the stairs. I'll race you up the stairs right now, And they Jessie. play a Dua Lipa song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> play, play Dance the Night or something, Jesse. All right, bye for now. See ya. <laughs>